Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you, matey? Hello, everyone. I'm good. I'm good. This is a, a sad moment. This is the last podcast that will be broadcast from the cabin. Uh, sad, sad day. <laughs> However, um, th- there's good news as well, though, isn't there? There is indeed. Yeah, that's it. We're moving next Thursday, so it's uh, it's it is sad, but um, also it, we can't wait. We've been waiting for this moment for such a long time, um, and yeah, to finally be moving is is great. Um, so we're going to have a bit of a mad week, but um, yeah, the next episode that you see us do, I'll be somewhere else, be in <laughs> be in, in another room. Um, so that does mean that I think. Uh, well, next week I won't be able to do one, um, and possibly the next week after. It depends on internet, you know. As, as with moving, you don't know what stumbling blocks you might have with internet access and all kinds of things. So it's definitely going to be a week's break for us in the podcast, possibly two, but then we'll be back. It gives me time to set up and settle in and get everything ready, uh, make sure we have internet and everything, which is obviously vital for this. Um, but it is very exciting. So we're, we're going to have a bit of a mad week um packing and getting everything sorted um but we yeah we can't wait we can't wait and we'll be a little bit closer to you dad as well so that's um, right that would be nice and and the location you've got uh, you're moving to is fantastic i can tell people that when i was uh, between seven and ten i lived very very close to where you're going to be living and uh, I had a fantastic time. My, uh, I still remember them vividly. It was, it was only three years, but by golly, it was almost like a lifetime at that mm. age. It would be, uh, but I had such fun. Woods everywhere, absolutely great. So I can't wait for you to go, so that I can go back and explore <laughs> the places that I used to go to. Yeah, it's funny how it turned out. We didn't plan it that way at all, but it's just yeah. just worked out that way. And so um, there you go, meant to be, meant to be. And uh, yeah, it's it's great news. And uh, we can officially reveal as well now um, that um, we are having another baby next year. So this is just in time for the second addition to our family <laughs> coming along in March. My, number 10 for me, 10, 10th grandchild. Officially double digits coming up. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's great news. Great news. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a very hectic time, but a very, very lovely time. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's my update. Dad, what about you? Uh, Well, no, we're we're, we're fine. We've had uh, lots going on here. um, We've had the water gala, which was postponed three weeks ago when it was pouring with rain and they had to cancel it. It's quite a big, big event here. And, uh, but they had it on Wednesday. I, we, we've been here 41 years now, so it, it's lost its novelty for us. But the fireworks that followed it in the evening was one of the best we've had. And of course, over the bay, Viking Bay, and uh, thousands of people. I mean, it, it was rammed full of people all, all around the bay. And uh, the atmosphere, and there was a fair as well. And they came back just for one day um, because it, uh, you know, it's quite a big event. I mean, they were here 
three weeks ago, but of course uh, they lost out on uh, the revenue that uh, obviously that volume of people uh, create. So it's been a very good week. I've enjoyed it. And uh, it, it, the weather's been if hit and miss, but we've had some good days. Good. Good. That sounds lovely. It sounds really great. Uh, the the fireworks are so such a lovely occasion down there. And um, mm. as you say, on the beach and everything like that, if anyone in this country, you know, hasn't visited Broadstairs in these times of the summer months where there's fireworks and fairs and things, it's really a lovely place to go. Oh, yes. Yes. We're very, very lucky. We're only, what, three minutes away from the front. And um, I, I go almost every day. I walk that way and to the local shops and um, it's a fantastic place that I wouldn't live anywhere. Well, if I did, it'd be where you're going. Yeah, and likewise, exactly the same. Yeah, we get to indulge in, in forest and beach and, you know, and woods and all that kind of stuff. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Okay, well, um, we've got a new picture to show everyone this week. So we're going to pop that on screen uh, now. And uh, you sent me this. I didn't know it was coming. You sent me this um, last week. And I just thought, oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is something different. <laughs> I haven't done this before. Well, no, I haven't. And uh, I was taken with it as soon as I saw it. And um, it, it's a charming picture. What I love about it more than anything is the in inquisitive nature of the cat. Obviously, it's looking at something and that's caught his attention, his or her, we don't know. Uh, it's called its attention. And um, it, it, I was very, very lucky to be able to capture that expression. Because cats, dogs, all animals don't really have, they don't laugh and uh, they're, they're kind of, you've got to find the, the, the eyes and the general attitude and the body language that actually gives you the um, uh, personality of the cat. And by golly, it's got it. It's only a kitten. Wonderful. I, I really enjoy doing this. As I say, a bit different. Yeah, absolutely. And you can tell, like, anyone that's got cats, had cats, um, knows cats, you know, especially when they're that age. They're so inquisitive. And, you know, the, even the tiny, tiny pupils, you know, they're, they're honed in. They're, mm. This cat is honed in on something. And it's just completely fixated, so it it immediately transports you to that to that moment, and uh, oh, you right. know what's going on. And the um, other thing about it is the the, the cat's eye. I did change ever so slightly the cat's eye. It did look as though it was looking down more than actually straight out. So I, I did a little bit of magic there and uh, caught the eye, obviously looking at something. Uh, in the garden, I imagine it's a garden, but um, that that was very pleasing for me. Was there a collar on the picture for, on the kitten, or was there no collar? There's no collar. No, didn't have a collar. No, no, I didn't put it. Well, I, I would probably would have put it if I'd seen it. I probably would have put it on, but no, there was no collar on it. So, mm. obviously, quite a young kitten, I imagine. You know, and maybe didn't want to let him out but he's obviously or it is obviously wanting to go out by the attitude of the cat let me out you know? yeah absolutely um the interesting setting as well i don't think you know you've had 
you've put a cat in this kind of setting before with a window frame um there's different textures there there's there's wood um there's the you know the double glazing or whatnot you know it's just you can it's it, the surrounding feels like that's something different that you've done before that you haven't done before that's right i i had um i had reservations to start with when i first um drew the cat out i omitted to put that um upright the, the vertical frame in because i thought oh, well i don't need it there i can easily get rid of it but on reflection and i i, I thought no hang on i've got to have it there because it gives it gives first of all the impression that it is a window and uh, secondly i felt it was uh, it fitted in very well with the um, attitude of the cat like a, almost like a support act for it so i was very pleased in the end that, that i actually did include it so mm. and i loved i loved doing that as well it's it's like everything else when you've got cat fur or animals you you've got to to exercise the uh the, the techniques to create that feeling that you get and then on the other hand you've got the wood and the inanimate object which doesn't have that so you've got to be quite cute in being able to work the two things uh, but I did make sure that it was soft it wasn't a hard color the danger with something like that is you can put too many um, lines in and, and uh, you can make them look too um, what can I say sharp for want of a better word and uh, I, so I had to soften them um, but that's nice and easy with the color shaper yeah, and there's this. I always look when we do these podcasts, and I I kind of look more analytically at the picture and a little bit more detail, and and point out things that that maybe aren't immediately obvious. And those things are, as we talk about in every picture, the the shadow, the subtleties of shading that you've done, and shadow. And I think especially on this one, where you've got right at right at the bottom, the the back paws, back feet, you've got just that little bit of darkness to to just give that little bit of shadow that three-dimensional yeah. grounding of the cat as well the picture itself the photograph itself was quite a lot bigger and i do right at the beginning of this i i cut that down and showed people how i can trim it down and i trimmed it down deliberately leaving that light paw at the foot you know it's got two feet she has it he has and I deliberately left that light pouring because it gives it a little focal point. I could have cut that out, but I don't know. I leave that in. And those small things like that help to support the whole thing. And mm. uh, so there's small things like that that I find fascinating to do. The other the other area which is very similar to that is the front paws on the uh, on the window frame and you've just put a little bit of shadow a little bit of darkness under that right paw there again to give it some grounding and uh, mm. those are the little details that i think um you know when people watch this if they want to see how you've done that and they want to just skip to that section that that feels like a very useful tool technique to to, to use in your own pictures it wasn't there. 
it was it was more in shadow the shadow of the poor that's um, nearest to us overshadowed that area so it, it didn't actually have that light and you're quite right I thought no we've got to have that light there because it first of all it's a bit like the, 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 the paw or the foot at the bottom you've got something to focus on something that, that catches an eye so I did but spent a little time on on getting it right and I thought well I've lost some of the shadow but you can you can do that with 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 um by putting the that shadow in it would have spoiled I think the framework of that uh, section there but by putting it in you do get that little bit of extra it is small things but they're they're, they're great to do they're great to see so it just shows you can you can alter a photographic reference quite easily um, mm. if if you know you've got to have confidence I think to know that uh, you can get away with it yeah absolutely they also just just to also bring people's attention to because I think that we don't have many examples of this is is that ginger fur um, merging with so many other colors on the top of the head and I feel like this is going to be very helpful for people that are doing cats of mm -hmm. similar colors because this does feel like a unique color combination um, let's talk about that uh, how you got those dark colors in with those oranges to stop it being muddy well it's one of the things that attracts me when i'm looking at a picture of photographic reference i look at it and i see the i see all those small things i think oh that would look nice that would be good i like the contrast between the dark i love that little dark area that frames the ear so either side of it you've got the white and you've got the orangey tones that those give you a lot of pleasure when you you actually come to do that. Of course, you don't put the dark in straight away. You put the, the greys in so that you have a, a softening effect of that dark. But that was very pleasing to do that. And the other colours, yes, the, the orangey tones. Again, you, you've got to, when you work out your colour balances, you've got to work out the cool colours and the earth colours. I've spoken to that uh, before and you've got to make them all work for you you can't have clashes of color otherwise it won't work so by having by selecting the uh, cool colors that's the cool grays it everything else went along with that now what is interesting is when you've got the um, the fur particularly the dark fur at the bottom um, part of the picture bottom left hand side You've got that dark, very dark fur. What do you do there? Now, you're looking at cool colours. Are you using the 181, which would be an obvious colour, wouldn't it? But I couldn't use that because if I'd used the 181, it wouldn't have worked with the slightly earthy colours on the top of the head. When I say the top of the... I should mean the top of the face, really, not the top of the head. So I had to find another colour that would work. And the one that I selected was... 175 now 175 is an earth color so you kind of w will that work yes it will as long as you are mindful that the colors that you're using uh, in combination with that are also supporting and it works really well uh, though it it wouldn't have worked well had i used the 181 at all 
So yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? These small things that uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I struggle sometimes. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that I can just go off my top of my head. I have to think about it a little way, and then I do a little test piece to find out whether it works. And if it does, I carry on. Mm. But I'm sure people will find that fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. The the last area that I want to um, talk to you about is the decision to to leave the background sort of impressionistic. You know, there's there's clearly some. It's clearly, I imagine, high up. You know, looking down, because mm. you've got a, the impression of greenery down there but um how detailed was the photo um and just talk about your choices for for, for not putting anything uh through the window you know to mm. to draw the attention away oh no you wouldn't do that well no the the, the uh, photographer who took this um didn't focus on the uh, detail through the window uh but it wasn't like that i had to manipulate that completely because it had you can't when you're taking a photograph you can't go and change things oh that doesn't work I'll, I'll move that tree or I'll move that shed over you can't do that you've just got to take it as it is the best you can do on the photographic reference is to pull it out of focus so it doesn't interfere with the subject and, and the window frame so that's fine but artistically you can you can do whatever you want i i decided to put something in the um on the on the right hand side people can make their mind up what it is could be a fence could be a shed could be anything doesn't matter and the green was very important because that puts color into it but the green i used was the um 172 and a touch of um 170 which is faber pencils not too much. You can't make them. You can't make it too green. You can't make it too obvious. Mm. Uh, so yes, I did change that dramatically. Uh, that area, but that's the ben benefits we have of um, being an artist as opposed to a photographer. A photographer would love to do that. Love to have been able to do something like that with his camera, but uh, technology isn't there yet. Mm. It's um, it's definitely it, it highlights the importance of not drawing away from the subject. You know your decisions there, in not to to overstimulate the viewer with detail. You know across the entire picture. You know not background, foreground, all that kind of stuff. Just not not piles and piles of detail. The animal is the focus. Everything Absolutely. else is the support. Absolutely right. Yeah, I think that is is really good to highlight to people again. Lovely stuff. Um, well, it's a great picture. Uh, again, something slightly different. Have you got anything else lined up next? Oh, I have. Yes, I have. I'm working on something at the moment. I'm not going to give this away because it would be terrible for, to um, preempt it. Um, but I'm working on something that I've never done before. This is completely new. A landscape. Completely new. People would not have seen it. me do it before. And I've been searching with this for a long time. I wanted something like this. I've seen other picture, um, artists work where they've used similar kind of settings. And I thought, no, I want to do my own. Well, rather than and ask you to bring Elowin down, say, and 
put her in the position that this particular person is in. Um, I didn't have any choice. I have to use the photographic reference I've got. Then, once again, I'm going to change some of it. But it, if it, it's an experiment, so if it, if it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. But sometimes you've got to try these things. And then I'm going to go back to cats and dogs. I've got a couple of cats and a couple of dogs to follow this one, really. Back to you know, the usual thing, the, the, the lovely, lovely pictures I've got. So that's in the future. Fantastic. Well, it will be a couple of weeks before we get to see the uh, the the picture that you're discussing, mm -hmm. Dad. Uh, I have no idea what it is. You haven't spoken to me no, about I'm not, it. I'm so. not giving it away at all. It, I can't it, wait it, to it see. Complete surprise. Brilliant stuff. Excellent. Well, we'll keep you all on tenterhooks for the time being. Um, but as always, if anyone has anything else they'd like us to discuss, talk about any questions, um, please do let us know. We'll collect them all together and we'll talk about them in our next show. Excellent. Well, we'll leave it there for, for this week. Um, see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.